welcome to Live Well, Be Well, a show to help high performers improve their health and well-being. This is an excerpt from my conversation with one of the world's best thinkers, Shane Parrish, about how to curate your environment for better focus. The link to the episode is in the description. It's really interesting because you don't have a, a structured day isn't it? you get up and you start work you're very kind of fluid but you'll also make sure that you start something specifically around 12 with your work meetings but before then's your focus time yeah so anything creative hard difficult challenging big opportunities that's all morning mm-hmm. for me and then there's a divide at lunch I usually go to the gym uh, go for a run, do something to like bring my energy level back up. And then the afternoon is just full of boring stuff. And I mean, boring as in like accountants, lawyers, meetings, conference calls, like that stuff. And and so like for me, I think that divide is really good. And I'm a single parent. So when I have my kids, I mean, I'm up with them. I feed them breakfast, they get to school, and then my workday starts. And if I don't have them, I just wake up when I wake up. And my mind, I don't know about you, but like when I wake up, I'm ready to go. I don't want to lie in bed for like an hour tossing and turning. I'm like racing out the door because I have all these ideas to implement or to try. And I think that that, uh, allowing that flexibility for me is great. Whether I sit in the hot tub and just sort of like read a book, which is part of what I consider to be, uh, you know, the work that I do, or Mm -hmm. whether I'm, you know, trying to write something and struggling with it. Uh, it doesn't matter, but that focus is really important. But if I have 15 or 20 projects that I'm competing with, I would just move each one forward like this small, minuscule amount. I think the psychological aspect of this is the gap between where I am and where I want to be would just keep growing. Mm. Because Mm -hmm. on every project, I would feel like I should be farther ahead than I am. And when that gap gets really big, you just don't want to work on that project again. And then what you do is you you pick up another project. And mm-hmm. you're like, I'll start again. I'll, I'll do this other thing. But what's really getting in the way is you're not making progress on what you need to be making progress on. You're not closing that gap. And the only way to close it is just to put your head down and work on one thing, two things maybe at the most. When I put something on social media recently, I said, what are you struggling with? 98% of people said they, they all struggle with focus. How can we help reshape that? What's your kind of tools around helping increase focus? Two things come to mind, um, environment and routine ritual. Mm-hmm. I say environment because environment determines behavior. Mm-hmm. And environment, in this case, you have an environment, your desk, your setup, whatever your physical environment is, but you can curate that physical environment to make your desired behaviors or default behaviors by adding friction to the things that you want to avoid. Uh, Most operating systems on your phone or your computer let you lock down apps during a certain time of the day. Maybe that's what it takes for you. For me, I just leave my phone in a different room. Uh, So it's not there. It's not present. And then if I want my phone, I can still go get my phone, but now it's work. It's kind of like having chips at home, right? Like if you're Mm -hmm. trying to avoid eating chips and you have them at home, well, now you're in a battle of willpower and you're eventually going to lose. Everybody loses the battle with willpower and you're going to break down. You're going to eat the chips. But if if you have to go to the store every time you want chips, you're going to eat a lot fewer chips. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. you can curate and create an environment that you want where you're adding friction to the behaviors you want to avoid. And Mm -hmm. I think that that's very powerful. And the other one is ritual. 
I find rituals are a great counterbalance to sort of human nature. And we're prone mm. to distraction. There's almost like a natural entropy to our distraction. Like left to our own devices, we're going to take on more projects. We're going to do all of these things. And then we have to spend energy to like rein it in. And that's okay. But ritual is a great counterbalance to that. And the ritual can be... You know, I go make a cup of coffee and then I sit down and I do this every day. And if you work from home, the ritual can be I get out of my house, I go walk and I get a cup of coffee and I come back to my house. Or I get out of my house, I walk around the block. And what you're doing is over time you're cueing to your brain that I need to switch into a different mode. Mm. I'm not at home anymore, I'm at work. And it's just Mm -hmm. that simple aspect of walking around the block every day. A lot of people have trouble getting started. So you can have a ritual around getting started. I mean, my kids struggle getting started with homework. So we devised this. We, we were like, how can we take advantage of human nature, create a ritual around doing homework? Because, the, the, you know, we started this when they were in grade seven and eight. And they get quite a bit of homework. They get about 90 minutes of homework, which is a little intimidating for them. And, and so they didn't want to come home and do this. And it was always this battle. And I was like, you know what? We're gonna, you're going to come home. You're going to shower. I'm going to make you a snack. You're going to sit down. You're going to do your homework. Mm-hmm. And for a month, this was like a big struggle for them. And then afterwards, it's just autopilot. Mm. No arguments, no nothing. I don't even – if I'm not there, they would still come home and do the exact same routine. And I find that really powerful because we just yeah. sort of create this inertia. We create a ritual around what we want to happen. It focuses us on what we need to do, and it makes our default behavior our desired behavior. But at first, it takes a lot of discipline to sort of put it in place. Thanks so much for listening. To hear the full episode, there's a link in the description. <laughs>